Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the other host to this show, Michael Howard, and I am here. Yep. I'm and here. that's how the intro goes. I'm here. Every time, and you did it. I did it. Um, you know what? I figured uh, maybe people don't actually know who I am at this point. It's been a while. It's been a second. Well, Michael, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about because time is a flat circle. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in some in some world, yes, maybe it was six to eight weeks, weeks since we did it. Or maybe or, for me, it was yesterday. It was. I don't know how time works. It could be tomorrow. When, well, no, it won't be tomorrow. It'll be at least two days from now because I don't have time to edit tomorrow. <laughs> so, Michael, it's going to be at least two days. Oh, but, hey, uh, I have plenty of time to edit because... I ain't got All no right. job. Yeah. Yeah, Michael. I do I know that time has passed because things have happened. Things have happened. Things you went on a vacation. I did. Yes. My dog has been massively injured. Count them two times. <laughs> Multiple times. Yes. <laughs> two times since the show did whatever it did. Um yeah. So you're just you're I, unemployed. I huh, was bud? I was uh I was on my way. I was literally in the airport on my way back from Florida. And I had a conversation with my boss in HR about how they were doing layoffs. And I was one of those who had been off laid. And Michael, I don't want to make light of it, but you, you do say coming back from Florida. <laughs> it's, I feel it's important to know that you were coming back from Florida <laughs> while on unpaid, voluntary unpaid leave. <laughs> Half unpaid. Which honestly, Michael, to me, it's unfair that they let you go in the first place because to me, like you were doing your part already. Yeah, you would. You had said, "Hey, I'll take one for the team." Right. Company. I'm a company man. You don't I have to pay definitely, me. Definitely want to be at this company and love my job. I love, love it, it so much. I don't want to be here, and I will take half money <laughs> so <laughs> you can stay afloat. And like, I don't want to say that me taking a month off had something to do with me being picked to be the person who got laid off, but it probably didn't help. It probably didn't help, but Michael, also, that seems massively unfair. Like, you, again, you were trying to do what was... I know. That was what you could do. It was like, hey, you don't have to pay me. I'm saving y'all money. Listen, I know times are... Clients clients are... What are they up to? Times are tight for everybody out there. (laughs) Don't worry about little old Michael. Don't fret yourself. I'll go down to Florida. I'll be fine. Honestly, uh, can I tell you? I didn't want to go back to work, so this kind of worked out. Michael... If you, I mean, you want to talk about not knowing you don't want to go back to work. I get it, bud. That's, <laughs> I, I get it. That's me. <laughs> Every day. It's been actually very, so after the initial um, week of being like, oh, fuck, uh, it's the last couple of days, I, it's, it's felt a little bit more freeing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, no one's waiting on anything. Michael, I got to tell you, it sounds so fucking cool. <laughs> like, I, I mean, and man. I'm happy for you, honestly. And, and now I can podcast full time. Yeah, and and Michael, I know we've said this before, but man, we're gonna do it this time. I'm gonna, like, we're gonna do it for sure. I remember when we started this this whole quarantine thing somewhere between eight days and eight months ago, on really unknown time, possibly eight years. Yeah, and like I know we said like, oh, we have so much time for podcasts. We're gonna do it. We're gonna blow it out. Everyone's gonna have so much. And then we podcasted less than we ever have before. Um, it also, turns out uh, pandemics are bad for funny, one, bad for funny. and yeah. bad for mental health. 
Michael, and I do have to say, and I don't want to, I don't want to harp on this too much because you know we're back and we're 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 gonna be back oh, nonstop, yeah, baby. We got no nothing but time and funny jokes. We started this podcast because. In the wake of the last election, we decided that we needed to do like, listen, we're going to draw a line in the sand. We need some joy in our lives. That it's a, it's the time, and we're staring down the barrel of what could be colloquial colloquially called a humdinger of an election. <laughs> and, um, you know, but I'm I'm hoping we we're we're back next week because you know I don't know what's up. Yeah, I. That's the thing is like I I. We'll be back next week unless we're not. Right. And that's, but also time is meaningless. So <laughs> whenever we're back, it will be next week. It will be next week. Um, yeah, I, I did get, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. Um, well, I didn't forget to tell you, but I, I forgot to mention that all the stuff that has happened, I also bought a house. Hey. You know, like you, like you do when you lose your job, you go buy a new house. Instantly. Oh, Michael, it's one of those things when you're like, you're just frantically, I don't know what to do with my life. I got to spend all the money I have. I got to spend it all. Um, but no, I'll, I'll have, we'll have more space. I'll have an actual podcasting studio thing and not, you know, the closet. Yeah. Michael, I don't think a, people know. Bedroom. I don't think people know what you're up to right now. When you put, when you get in the podcast zone, when you <laughs> transport yourself to the tilt zone, I'm, people don't know that it's just the closet in your guest room. It's just not the even your guest room. My guest room. Yeah. It's it, like your it, little media there's coats. There's coats hanging here. You can hear them, uh, mm-hmm. and I can close. I can almost close the doors behind me, and then I'm in a little dark closet. I love the couple times you've done that on calls because I can see you, and I can sometimes hear Rachel on calls, like in the in the living room or kitchen, and then it just goes away when you close the portal to <laughs> to the rest of your home. You're just in your own little podcast like dimension. It actually makes it a lot. The audio is much better, but I also get very depressed in here. So yeah, I don't like know. when you're in podcast Narnia. <laughs> to be frank, I just don't like it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll have a yard for the, for the puppos and we'll nice. have a, we'll have a, a guest unit for, I think I call it a cushing suite. Yep. That's for me. For you. Um, sorry, we didn't get it before you moved into your new place. Yeah. Honestly, the timing of that could have been better. Yeah. Like f- for multiple reasons. <laughs> um, cause I, I, I would have preferred to pay rent to you. Mm-hmm. Um, which we but- would not have accepted, obviously. Right, and Michael, that's what I was counting on. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the best kind of rent, honestly. Because, yeah. Michael, honestly, honestly, if Rachel could support both of us living in your house where I didn't have to work either, like, that's ideal for me. That's just the best, <laughs> frankly. I mean, you know, we have all this extra space now and, like, a little bit extra food, maybe. But other than that... What are we doing here? I mean, it's fine. Yeah. She can support both of us. I mean, for, here's the thing. She wants to work. Like Rachel likes Loves working. Rachel is one of those weird, weird people who is energized by going to work every oof. day. I, oof. Something came from her work. It was a it was some kind of book of information from her work, and I said, "Oh, you got something from your work." And I brought it up, and she goes, "Ooh, yay!" <laughs> Michael, I know you're not lying because I've heard her say that multiple times. And it's either you say "ooh, yay" about this yeah. book from your work. Mm-hmm. Michael, the only times I've heard Rachel say that they're either about work or Moe's green salsa. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Yep. Um, so, Michael, I, uh, what's going on? Because I think the last time we talked, uh, we were setting up an episode. We were, we were so going to record. Oh, yeah. We were so going to record. Why didn't we, we? Um. Well, I don't know. 
I don't know if you brought your mic with you. I don't know if that was the thing. Um, and maybe it just didn't happen. But you told me something that just like, remind me, I need to talk to you about Sam Neill, the actor. And that's all I remember from September 5th, I think. So, um, yeah, Sam Neill. So I downloaded uh, Solitaire for my phone because I was trying to stay off of Twitter sure. and stay off of all like just something to occupy my mind and my hands when maybe I'm on the toilet. Yeah. Maybe sure. I'm maybe I'm upstairs. Maybe I'm I'm smoking a little bit. You know, I want to play some solitaire. Or when I wake up and my first thought of the day is I wonder what the bad man tweeted. Exactly. I just yeah. play some solitaire. Um, yeah. So I was playing solitaire and, you know, they always tell you how many moves and how much time you took at the end of a, of a round and they show you what the best time and the best number of moves are. And I'm normally nowhere close to either, which sure. is fine. M- Michael, real quick before you move in, does when you do finish a round, do mm-hmm. the cards like do the cool little like bump down wave thing like they used to do on they Windows do 95? Not, yeah, it's not like a Windows thing. They do something. Huh. There's like some other animation. It's way too fancy for me. It's too modern. I want like just bouncing cards yeah. on the screen. Exactly. Infinitely. Okay. Yeah. I don't know fun. if maybe they, you know, it's my phone can't handle it. It's, you know, it's not well, a machine. Microsoft, it's not a desktop, you know. Maybe Microsoft smartly uh, patented <laughs> that uh, that finishing <laughs> screen. <Bouncing> cards. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just, I'm pretty good at solitaire now. Draw three okay. and everything, uh, Michael. Yeah, sorry. I don't. I I want to get the Sam Neil. I mm-hmm. know so bad, mm-hmm. and I don't think it is. But can we get a real quick quick judges score on if I'm really good at solitaire now? <laughs> is a sign that hey buddy, are you okay? Can I? Should I come up? Should I come see? You? <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I'm turning in in my quarantine. I'm turning into an old man since I already want to retire. So I do the. I've done the New York Times crossword 139 days in a row now, and that was I did have a previous 400 day streak before we went to Thailand last year, and I play a lot of solitaire. Yeah. Um. And I yell I at people on my lawn. You can't play chess in the park anymore. Like to be a real old man. <laughs> and and I go up and I just sit by myself on the roof outside, like my grandpa used to. Okay. Uh, actually, Michael, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. You did buy yourself a hot tub. Ooh, I did. Yes, an inflatable. So we're gonna get back to Sam Neil. But so yeah, you got yourself an inflatable hot tub. Yep. Online from my employer. Yep. Um, I do want to ask you because. Mm-hmm. It, we've been documented on this show talking about your demands for a podcast and how so super close you were to getting one uh, through physical feats yep. uh, against your wife. And she said no. Apparently, she finally relented. <laughs> well, how mad would you have been? <laughs> how betrayed would you have felt if Rachel, like, you know, as a reward, like a consolation prize, like, oh, you know what? You, I think you should treat yourself to a hot, a hot tub on the roof, a installed hot tub on the roof mm-hmm, mm-hmm. three weeks ago. And then it was like, hey, I found a house. We need to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, I mean, it would be like one of the meanest things ever, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the house does have a, a yard area. So, like, I could theoretically put one there. Michael, maybe, if you, but still, Michael, I want one if, on the roof. Michael, if you think that you, as a kept man now, <laughs> are going to ruin that yard <laughs> that Rachel has worked so hard for with a hot tub. Even your your flimsy inflatable one that you now have, you you have another thing coming in, my friend. You that that inflatable hot tub is going in the garden suite, in the cushion suite. I mean I hope you know that. That works. Honestly. Yeah. I mean I'll come I visit, down there and I, hang out. 
I'd rather have one down there for me. So. I'd rather have it inside, too, because then I, you could play video games in the hot tub. And you can use it year-round, baby. Hell yeah. Especially when it's negative 40 degrees outside. Michael, Sam Neil, hit me. <laughs> I need to know more. By the way, the hot tub has an electric heater, and it uh, has heated up. I, I set it up at 3.30 today. It is now 9 o'clock, so that is, what, five and a half hours? Uh, it has gone up about eight degrees. <laughs> okay, Michael, first of all, two things. One, you have told me that you are interested in being a um, substitute math or physics teacher uh-huh, in yep. your time off. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I need to express my concern that you, one, phrase that time question as a question, <laughs> the time between 3.30 and 9. Like, that's <laughs> worrisome for me, an idiot. Um, but also, a challenge I was you. right, though, right? <laughs> as far as I know, again... Christian school math, baby. I don't know. Um, but Michael, also, it's a challenge to you. As a f- self-proclaimed physics nerd, mm-hmm. what's that heater got on you, baby? Supercharge that shit. <laughs> You're an engineer. Make it work. It, the problem is you can only get so much wattage because it's, you know, you have the, you have the, your amp limited by your house, right? Your, your house can only handle so many amps and you're at 120 volts. That only gives you so much watts. Michael, if Jason Statham can keep his heart running by putting a car battery to his tongue and nips, like, you Ooh, can make the actually, fucking... Actually, I didn't think about hooking up just a ton of car batteries to that bad boy. See, and this is why we need to talk. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot with big ideas. <laughs> and you're a, you're a, a I'm smart... I'm a scientist. You're a science boy. I can carry out boy. your ideas. Yeah, you can, you can take my idiocy and be like, well, what would actually work is this. And what is going to work is car battery. Mm-hmm. Jason Statham puts his tongue in the water and you yep. put the, the car clamps on it, like the battery clamps on his nips. Yes. And you just charge him up. Just, just charge it right up and then you have all the heat you need. Yeah. And Jason Statham. Well, I think in that one he dies. <laughs> I think because I think water conducts his life pretty poorly. You think so. that Chef Shelios could die? Well, they didn't, in the movie, they didn't really s- show you what happens if he puts his tongue in a hot tub <laughs> while the car battery is on his, his nips. So, like, as far as I know, water is a very good conductor for electricity, yes. but not a good conductor for Chef Chelios's life force. <laughs> but he will heat the pool, which is the most important thing in this one-time yes, situation. This is, this is the most important thing, because you just got to get it to temperature once, and then it can maintain pretty easy. It's just the, the heating up is the problem. Yeah. So, was, Sam Neill. Yeah. What is it? Absolute. What is, why does water keep heat really well? And why does it take a while to. Uh, as a, a high heat capacity. Specific heat. Specific heat. That's yeah. what it was. Right? Specific heat. Yeah. That's a thing. That too. I remember the term from physics, Michael. Anyway, Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Science boys. So I'm, I'm playing solitaire and I, I win one and it. It gives me a different screen because I apparently was one off of the lowest number of moves that anyone had ever done on this game, which is a pretty popular solitaire game. Like, it's the first thing that comes up if you press, if you go to solitaire, you go to Android, uh, Google Play. And so it's like a lot of people play it, but like, so I look at the, and you can look at leaderboards apparently. Who knew? So I look at the leaderboard and there's leaderboards for like, oh, most move or less, least moves, least amount of time. But then there's one that's, least moves from your first or best score for your first time they have to they had to break it out to like your first time cool which is also horseshit because it's completely not up to you (laughs) but it was like it also confused me though because that means that people are playing the same game of solitaire 
multiple times. Right? Yeah. Which means that like, and there are some people who, who are, who are on the first time leaderboard, but like eighth. And then you look at the overall leaderboard and now they're like second, sometimes first, sometimes th- like they did it so fast. They were almost there. And then they were like, you know what? I'm going to do this until I fucking take over this person. Yeah. Which means there is a, a community of speed runners of this particular solitaire game. Yeah. Which I did not know was a thing. I mean, it's probably good that you didn't. And also, <laughs> Michael, I do have to revisit my earlier question vis-a-vis, are you okay? Because now that you are apparently one of the best solitaire players in the world, just through sheer time on your hands, yeah. are you okay? Also, I'm, where does Sam Neill come into this? So listen, so I, I start looking at the leaderboards because I'm like, well, this is weird. Like, people play this multiple times to like, fight each other on the leaderboard and so like i started seeing a couple things like names that would pop up and like it's very hard to play a specific deal of solitaire because like you have to there's million there's billions of them or whatever yeah because it's 52 cards well most people have names that are like either some kind of asian characters uh like a bunch of like squiggly lines and then like numbers and like blah 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 and then there was just one name sam underscore neil the only and I kept checking the leaderboards. And I was like, "This is the only person in all of these leaderboards that has used a name and not just letters, numbers, some kind of weird gamer tag, whatever." And I was like, "Who, who, <laughs> who named Sam Neil would be just Sam Neil on Solitaire?" So I tried to do some deep diving to see if well, Sam Neil does in fact play Solitaire or if he's a Solitaire master. Was it the actual username? Sam Neil brackets parentheses yes that one <laughs> close parentheses from Jurassic Park close bracket <laughs> I don't think that I think that was too long for this particular mm-hmm. okay I guess um, you only get three characters yeah so I went on a deep dive <laughs> I went on a deep dive trying to figure out if Sam Neil was in fact um, a solitaire a speedrunner I don't remember where I was going with that afterwards see that's the problem when I come up with when I come up with something, you know, eight weeks ago, I have so. I mean, if did you ever find if no, you, and that I just I, I ended up just spending about an hour just on a Sam Neil like rabbit hole fan. He's Sam, an, just he, a fan site. Yeah. He's 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 amazing. I mean, he's a good guy. He's great. I do want to say, Michael, if it is that Sam Neil, mm-hmm. can you imagine if who knows how long he's had that record? <laughs> and he's just been sitting on that. And then just some asshole who is on unpaid... Sam Neill's been doing this for every day for years. And he, he got that high score. And some asshole who's just on unpaid, half-paid, half voluntary leave down in Florida breaks his record. Look, I sorry, don't want Sam. to imagine the lengths, the Event Horizon-type lengths Sam Neill would go to to wreak vengeance upon you. If he's that committed to the solitaire life and you just a a, a tourist in the solitaire world, mm-hmm. just passing through, you're like, oh, yeah, I fucking beat your record. Sam Neill, eat shit. Oh, oh, Sam Neill. Sorry. You look stupid in that bandana dress. Sorry. Car, but, bye. Oh, this surprise you like you were surprised to see the dinosaurs. <laughs> Idiot. So I mean, what I'm saying is that like solitaire <laughs> is cool now because obviously Sam Neill plays it. Sam Neill is cool. Therefore, right. I am cool for playing solitaire. Or, and this is something I don't really want to consider, 
Sam Neill is horribly lonely. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the, you know between movies. What are like, you trying? What are you trying to say, Kush? Michael, I'm saying that when you were sitting at an airport in Sarasota waiting on a fateful call, and you were playing Sarah, like playing some solitaire, maybe you needed a friend, and maybe Sam Neill could have been that for you. Maybe you could have been that for each other, but he wasn't there and you weren't there. Maybe, maybe you we were playing played solitaire, solitaire half a world apart. Yeah, except he's in fucking Australia or New Zealand or whatever the fuck. So it, yeah, yeah, but like, and also hold on. Mm-hmm. You, Michael, you can't you can't play solitaire together. <laughs> You're not allowed. It's against the rules of the game. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. You can play it next. You can play solitaire next to each other, but you can't play it together, bud. Hmm. Sorry. Hmm. That's just the game, baby. That's the game. Anyway, Michael, any fun stories? I feel like we're already just back. We're it's like we haven't missed a beat. Um, we we actually have some decent stories. Uh, I would like to first first. And foremost, talk about this, uh, am I the asshole that you, you brought to us? This one's good. This one's good. I, there's a lot on am I the asshole that we don't talk about just cause like they're so ridiculous. And how do you really, how do you really do it? But they're, they're, and they're always really long too. It's like, I don't want to read through a fucking novel here. Come on. I don't need your life story, bud. Yeah. If, if you're, if you're spending eight paragraphs yeah. justifying yourself to me, you're the asshole. You're the asshole. I don't need the context. You're the asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah, so am I the asshole for not letting my girlfriend see what's inside my secret private box? No. Like, right? I'm just going to say no right off the bat, but let, let's let's see the context here. First of all, girlfriend. Right. You haven't earned the right to see what's in this box. Right. It, it doesn't say how long they've been together, but I mean, if you want to see what's in this box, better put a ring on it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Even then, mm, <laughs> sign a prenup. <clears throat> my girlfriend found my box in the attic. Fortunately, it has a lock on it, but she's been bugging me about it ever since. She keeps asking me what's in it, and I keep telling her that it's just some stuff that are private and personal to me, and I don't want to see her talk about it. That's it. That's first the of all, only context. First of all, why are you snooping around the attic? Right. Huh? How did she find this random box, huh? Yeah. It's it's October. This is posted October 13th. Do they, they live together? For? I mean, I, I, I have to assume they have. They, have they to, must. Right? So maybe there's some Halloween decor up there, and he stupidly... Maybe it's an important box to him. Left it in the front and not hidden behind some stuff behind like a, a grimoire or something. <laughs> what like? So I feel like he's the asshole not because he won't let his girlfriend see what's in the box, but because he is not telling us what's in the box. He's an asshole to me. Yeah, to me, not to her. I don't know. Right. Like, I feel like. You're on the internet now. I actually do need the context because, <laughs> no. like, what's in the what's in the box? Brad Pitt said. Um, I I want I I'm des I desperately do want to know though. Do you think she would have cared at all if this box did not have a lock on it? She probably would have breezed well, right past the box. It. Maybe that's true. She she's probably in the attic looking for something. If Michael, you don't go in the attic to poke around. You look. You're in the attic. Looking for something specific. Yeah, you're not just like, oh, let me see what's up here. But if if you're looking for something specific and see a novelty or a mystery, that's waiting true. to be open. Now I'm in. Now I need to know. This, what's so this, that old, this is what's a case that old wardrobe where, doing over there. Oh, now I'm in Narnia. This is a case where like the too much protection makes it more. You gotta hide. Wantable. Sometimes you have to hide in plain sight. Right. And I, do, I so there's that. I think he probably should have camouflaged it a little better by being more mundane. Yep. Just like... Like a cigar box. Cigar box or like... We also don't know how big the box is. Yeah. There's so... Yeah. How... Hmm. Hmm. Is it a trunk? 
Because he doesn't it's say just, little secret box or whatever. He says secret, secret private box. Private box. But it, he, private does imply, like, eh, I wanted to keep it hidden, so maybe it was smaller. I do want to say, though, whatever, whatever's in here, I will say that I, I don't have a secret private box. I do, however, have multiple, like, keepsakes or mementos from, like, all throughout my life, but also like things that were like somewhat emotionally significant from past relationships because I am an emotional pack rat <laughs> and just keep shit. Mm-hmm. So like I have from years ago a like shoebox full of love letters. Shoebox full of love letters. Actually, I kind of do because I have all the letters that people at dance marathon from oh. college would give to us to like pep you up in the middle of the night. So I have I have notes from Dance Marathon that people sent, like, wrote to me when I was 19, so 15 years ago. Um, I have a canvas painting from an ex-girlfriend that we went to, like, a wine and art class together. <laughs> uh, multiple I have things never done like, one of those. I mean, Rachel keep Michael, talking about how we're going to do, do one, one, and we never do. Wow. That's Michael... When next time I come up, I'm gonna wrest your phone away from you. Take a break from solitaire. We're gonna do do some wine and art classes. I'm gonna laugh when we get to the art class and it's to paint a game of solitaire. Paint the Ace of Hearts. Um, but, but so I just have little things. So I I understand like keeping things that like maybe you wouldn't necessarily want like an ex or like a, a new girlfriend to see or something like that. But you want to keep it, but also I don't have an attic, so I they're just sitting around loosely in my closet. Yeah, but, like, if you see, like, one random thing in the closet, you're like, oh, that's weird. If you see, like, a whole box and there's a lock on it, it makes it look, even if it is just that type of keepsakes, it makes it look like you think it's something you should be hiding. Right. At this point, if someone saw, like, my canvas from the wine and art class, they're like, Oh, he's a bad artist and he's proud of it. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I should break up with him. But if I had that in a lockbox. Yeah, now. And, and then they somehow open that up. They're like, oh, he's a fucking real sad artist and a weirdo. Weirdo. Uh, also, is this some kind of like Dorian Gray situation? Yep. What part of this painting is dying for him to live? Almost every single part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Michael, if if Rachel had a secret box, secret private box, yep. would you demand it be opened if you found it? If you found it now, 12 years into your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> if I found it now, 12 years into our marriage and like five or six moves, like where I've packed and unpacked things and it just showed up, I'd be like, you know, I actually would. I would not demand that she open it. I'd be honestly impressed that she hit it that long. Yeah. I would be impressed she hit it that long, but I would then never tell her that I saw it and then just open it. Just pick either, the lock. Open it. Either that or I'd just be like, I would bump into a shelf. Oh my God, oh no. it fell and opened. What happened? Oh, it, I dropped this I dropped this sledgehammer on it and it smashed into bits. It's so so weird. All your grim dark secrets fell out. <laughs> What do you think is in this box? Do you think it's like sexual, maybe like a fleshlight? Maybe. So apparently, someone's someone's response was, "You're not the asshole, but be prepared to have the lock broken by her because her curiosity will get the better of her." One hundred percent. The response was, "I had to switch the hiding spot because I already caught her doing that." <laughs> See, I feel like she's the asshole now. I mean, it has dr- dramatically shifted to her being the asshole. Yeah. But this also reminds me of something, Michael. We didn't talk about. Uh, pre like early early COVID quarantine about um, 
someone living with their girlfriend and the girlfriend demanded that they bury their bean supply. <laughs> their supply yes. of canned beans. That's a story I forgot about. Just in case then, people come after your beans. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen when society breaks down. Beans are the new currency. I mean, beans honestly, are the currency. <laughs> also, <laughs> beans are their money. Um, Michael, what are the chances this box contains a body part of a family member? 10%. Okay. I'm thinking like like maybe there was a, a situation back in the day and somebody, you know, got kidnapped and they didn't pay on time and somebody sent them an ear or a finger or something and you want to keep that. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. You got, <laughs> Obviously. you got to. Um, it's all of my baby teeth. What are the chances that this person literally has no idea what's in the box and just wanted to be a dick about it and now they're just it's an empty box or it has something just i don't know so he something random in it and now it's just a thing it's either that or it's just like i have no idea what's in here i got it from my grandpa it's locked and please don't ask me about it or they know exactly what's in there and it's like 18 ghosts <laughs> or like it's like ark of the covenant situation and you're like he's play, trying to play it down like mundanely he's like it's my shit don't worry about it please just leave it alone not knowing that no woman in the world could resist that. Obviously. <laughs> and obviously is going to break that, break into that box. So someone in here said that, that he should claim that the, it's full of bugs, a bug collection, and one of them is very rare, So it's just, which is why it's locked. Uh, be, so it would keep her from wanting to open this box full of bugs. Okay. Um, Some I don't like know if bugs. that's working. Some people might like bugs. Also, <laughs> Because they're not alive, clearly. Right? Right. You would know if there were live bugs in there. And who cares about dead bugs? Uh, so again, some people do care about dead bugs. I don't know if you can hear Sora. Yeah. Just <laughs> going to town. down water right now. <laughs> Holy hell. What if I, what if you found a secret private box from your significant other and they were like, oh, don't worry about it. That's just my frogs. Would you, would your curiosity about the fact that it might not be frogs and they know you hate frogs. So they're just trying to tell you that. Or, huh. but there's a chance that there is frogs in there. Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking about this. Okay, so my loved one, probably. <laughs> Presumably. Uh, I'm assuming I've been with this girlfriend long enough to have her comfortable enough to poke around in my fucking attic. Actually, no, I guess I'm the one poking around in the fucking attic. So yes. we trust each other. I'm up in there, maybe getting Christmas lights down, stumble across the mystery box, and I bring it down, and she's like, it's full, of, full of my. It's full of my favorite frogs, <laughs> big ones, small ones, but definitely the grossest ones. Okay, um, Michael, I gotta be honest with you. I think I immediately break up with them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know what's in the box. No, because hmm. no matter what's in the box, <laughs> they are a monster for telling me that. <laughs> so. They're either a monster because, frankly, there are frogs in the box, and it's their favorite frogs. Their favorite. And it's their personal private collection, which implies that, one, it's very meaningful, <laughs> and two, maybe occasionally, they go up and open the box and just joy over their hidden dead frog collection. So, like, that's not a person I want to be with. Yeah, you make next, a good point. Next scenario. Something cool is in the box. Yes. They know that I don't like frogs very much at all, because I've obviously made it clear, because I'll make it clear to literally anyone I meet. 
And they are willing to put me off the scent by telling me my deepest, darkest fear is in the box, which will lead me to either, one, leaving it alone out of fear, or confronting my fear, and then either being confronted with my deepest, darkest fear, (laughs) or whatever is cool and in the box, and finding out that my loved one is a liar. So, Michael, there is no case scenario where this is a good person. If they're willing to tell me that this box is full of your fears... They're they're either challenging me or lying or lying and challenging me. And I can't abide either or all three. You have solved my frog puzzle. Yeah. Best case scenario, I throw the box into actually, actually, no, I throw the box into the closest fire because one, if it is frogs, (laughs) they deserve it. Two, if if my if my if my girlfriend was lying to me, they deserve it. Um, And three, I got rid of some frogs and then I break up with them. Uh, so yeah tell me there's frogs in there all right all right so i'd honestly rather you tell me it's my grandma's head is in that box than frogs i'm like all right weird but yeah honor your loved ones it's locked because she might get out yeah then it's like okay let's contain your grandma i I never liked her no we gotta you know what you gotta watch out for them yeah michael is there any upside to your loved one telling you that your greatest fear is inside this box to deter either it is or to deter you from like, I can't imagine there's another scenario that I'm not thinking of because I can't get past my distrust that they either have it or don't have it. And they're lying to me. Um, yeah. If my deepest fear was inside or they told me that my deepest fear was inside the box. Oh, I feel like, I don't know. Mm. And actually here's just, the thing. it's a game. It's a game at that point. I need to right. win the and, game. And that's the thing though. Mm-hmm. I th- and Michael, frankly, the game is a foot. Kush. The game, a game is the foot. <laughs> I will be honest. If anything could get me to open a box that might contain frogs, it's a padlocked box in the attic that someone told me contained frogs because they thought that might deter me from it. And then if it did, again, I'm breaking up with them no matter what. Either way, <laughs> the end result is the same. But in one of them, I have to see big old cor- like toad corpses, and I don't love that. But you know, whatever. Would you? So yeah, like. But would your first reaction be like, "Oh my, this person, this person that I love is lying to me," or, "Holy shit, this person that I supposedly love has been hiding this af- affection for frogs." Again, Michael, that's the thing. There's no way that this works out between the two of us after whatever's whatever is or is not in the box. <laughs> if they loved me, they would say, "Don't worry about it." Does the size of the box matter? <laughs> well, does it make it more or less intriguing to open? Like if it's a small like cigar box size and it's like, "Oh, this has some frogs in it." You're like, "How cool could something be that's in that box that small?" Well, okay, so I think either way, the size of the size of the box does matter. Whether or not the size of the box and they tell me it's full of frogs, <laughs> like that, I, I think no matter what, the size of the box does matter. Because if it's a, a like a steamer ch- like trunk, and they're like, "Don't worry, it's just my personal stuff," I'm like, "Okay, well, you clearly have a Dracula in there." Um, but if it's a small cigar box, I'm like, "Okay, I want to see it because clearly it's like." your former lover that you're really hung up on. And I need to see, I need to see what's up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to compare my dick size, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, but if they say, so it's you think they have f- their former lover's dick in their, in a box. That's really weird. Or just like pictures of their, like it's, you oh, know, print, pictures print, of their dick. Michael, they have printed out dick pics yeah. in their cigar box <laughs> just for, as a keepsake. Um, <laughs> but then, but then also Michael, I did think people, it, wait, did people 
Did people send dick pics back in the day? They just sent them by mail? I, by post? I think just like crazy, um, uh, just like tapestries. Did you, do you think they would do a Western Union telegram where it was like deets and dots and it made a big old dick? No, but Michael, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> How do you make a Morris code dick? Uh, D, stop. <laughs> equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, stop. Eight, stop. <laughs> Tilda, oh, Tilda, God. Tilda. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, I will say, though, if they told me that the mystery box was full of frogs, like frog corpses or live ones, whatever, in that case, then yes, the size of the box also drastically matters. <laughs> okay, wait. You, you bring up an important question, though. So what if they is it just, a lot of dead frogs no, or one big one? You- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if it's one big dead frog, then I'm kind of like even if it's my worst fear, I feel like I need to see a frog that large. And Michael, and that's then, Michael. That's an e- that's another layer of this that makes it so bad because again, a cigar box could either be one like moderately sized flattened toad or multiple like a bunch of tree frogs. Yep, either yep. way, not loving it. No. If it's the steamer trunk again, now that's either one honking big toad, like some Amazon big boy mm-hmm, motherfucker mm-hmm. that I don't even want to comprehend. Although, again, multiple people on Twitter have sent me images of a lap-sized frog that, please, guys, I don't need to see it anymore. You can stop. Lap frog. So it's either a frog bigger than that. Or so many dead frogs that I literally might have to kill the person I'm with if they have that many. Out of, like, protection of the state and society if they have a steamer trunk full of dead frogs. See, like, I that's, that's beyond like- breakup phase. That's I have to end your end you. Whatever and, hide you, you and hide you in the steamer trunk full of the- frogs. <laughs> and no one would blame me. No one, no one would know, but even if they did, no one would care. Okay, okay, okay. So that was a lot. But also, Michael, then back to the original question. If it's not frogs, and they just said it's my private business, and again, it, yeah, if who did you kill in this big box? That's what I need to know. What if it's just dick pics? Just printed out dick pics. So, okay, so it's just a steamer trunk full of Boner Jams 05 <laughs> videotapes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, it's it's actually, she pr- <laughs> she prints out... Every email she receives and keeps it in this trunk. It's all Again. her personal emails. Again, instant breakup. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what could be in the trunk that would be so private that you don't want someone to see, but that also... Michael, I don't know what you keep in a, in a box in your house padlocked. Right. That's like, that's important and not weird. Yeah, that's like what I'm anything saying. Anything important and, and fully unweird goes into a safe deposit box or yeah. something. A, a storage depo- unit, yeah, maybe. Or, or like a... You know, a, a drawer that has like the little file drawer or something like it's either. Yeah, like a secret panel or you have like a bookshelf installed with a secret door. Um, It's Michael. It's either some sort of body part or weird sex stuff like that's there's no two ways about it. By the way, Uh-oh. by the way, I've always I've always wanted to discover a safe deposit box like have like somebody be like, oh, this person died and all they left you was this key to a safe deposit box. Like, how fucking cool would that be? 
And it's like, maybe there's a, a clue in there. Yeah. Like maybe there's a clue. A clue. <laughs> a clue. And so I'm thinking like, I'm going to send someone on a, on a safety deposit box. Uh, uh, scavenger hunt, the, I feel I mean, like. I mean, Michael, I hope you do. And actually, you know what? New new wrinkle. Not that I have enough of anything to do this. I know I've talked about my death wishes that everyone plays thunder on my grave. Mm-hmm. But like maybe just somebody when they crack open, I'll I'll bring I'll have provided the Miller lights ahead of time for this. And then maybe when someone just cracks open that smooth beer and shotguns it. Um, oops. What's that? A golden key <laughs> in, yes. in, your, in your Miller light. And then we then my friends get to go on an epic quest. Yes. And unravel some cool shit. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Michael, I do want to say, um, and then uh, and uh, podcast listeners, you're sworn to secrecy and not contact my aunt and uncle on this. I will say, uh, I have some family that like aren't great, um, but have money and everyone else in my family doesn't like talking to them. And every once in a while, I'll just like shoot them an email and be like, hey, what's up? Just in the hopes of like, maybe I'll make that will. <laughs> Maybe I'll get. I'll maybe Look, I'll get a key to a safety deposit box. It's you know what you, you got to put in the work. You know what that's and like the thing is like obviously I'm going to share the wealth with my fam because I love them. Take care of you, fam. Mm. I'll, I'll you know if anything I'm shouldering the burden of talking to these people. <laughs> I'm doing so this like, for I, you. I'm doing it for you guys. It's a sacrifice that I'm pu- I'm putting in the work. I want to keep something the, in a box now that has a lock. I guarantee you, Rachel would not give a shit. If she, she saw, though, yeah. if she saw a box in your house with a lock on it, she'd be like, hmm, "That's weird," <laughs> and then just go back to her Zoom calls. Rachel would not give a fuck. That's probably true. She's yeah, she doesn't have that. I don't think she would have that like urge. If anything, you'd be like, "I don't know." I found that in the Greenville house when we brought it up to Chicago. She's like, "Oh, cool. That's weird." Hmm. Michael, speaking of dick pics, hmm, which. Guess what? I shoehorned in five minutes ago as a preset segue because I'm good at this job. What if they just told what if they what if they just told you they had printed out dick pics in the box and it actually was? They were like, you can see them if you want. Um, I feel like like you still have to break up with them, right? Um, they printed out dick pics. I mean, that just means like, okay, well, you're insane. And also actually, Michael, the important question, have they have they taken or have I given dick pics to them? Because I'm not a dick pic person. Mm. So I feel like if they hadn't asked me for a dick pic, but then they were like, yeah, this is my box of keepsakes. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, well, why didn't... Like, yeah, I guess we're having sex and that's that's been good. And we again, we're, we've been together long enough for you to be plundering my attic for secret boxes. Um, but why didn't you ask me for a picture? Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a, only a conciliatory gift at the end oh a goodbye dick pic. yeah like a goodbye um yeah, uh, hey yeah. it, this has been real nice gotta break up with you can you please once one last snap of that hog please thank please. you please uh it's for my pr- can you actually fax it to me that's that do the work for me that would be <laughs> kind of ideal thank you <laughs> can you can you put it in a pdf and docu sign it over to me please thank you can you can you set the typesetter at the Gutenberg printing press to just print a whole bunch of these dick pics? A uh, lot of tildes, one capital D, equal signs, and an eight. That's all you need, uh, and we're good. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So, Michael, speaking of dick pics, mm-hmm. um, I stumbled across a story today about um. Hold on, let me find it. So, this is from Mel Magazine, and about the men. 
What is Mel Magazine? Like we've, I think we've had a story from here before, but like we've what had a is couple it? with Mel. It's just kind of a, a culture, I think. Typically, uh, actually, hold on. Is it short for something? Um, about I, I don't know. About um, there's no playbook for how to be a guy. So at <laughs> Mel, we're trying to figure out how to live without one. A lifestyle and culture magazine. We cover sex, relations, health, money, work, and culture from a male point of view. You know, oh like, yeah, we need that. I yeah, we don't have enough of that. I honestly could have um, <laughs> founded in 2015 by L- in LA by Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that checks out. We tell stories My- that no one else is telling. We talk about dicks a lot. Yeah, okay. Okay, I honestly thought, because we, we've had a couple, to your point, a couple articles from Mel Magazine before, and I almost thought it was similar to Bustle, more of a mm. um, a woman's point of view on culture. It's and the opposite. Now that I, yeah, now that I see what it is, now that I click the About section, whoopsie doodle, um, yeah, could have lived without it. Although this one, Michael, I, I do think this article specifically kind of gets to the heart of what I believe the mission of Mel Magazine is. Mm-hmm. It's about the guys who are on a mission to fact check the size of every porn star's penis <laughs> using a combination of physics, film theory, and the science of optical illusions. These dick detectives seek a hard truth. <laughs> hard truth. <laughs> physics, film theory, and the science of optical illusions. Yep. So they're like Co- doing a scientific study, a scientific breakdown. I assume they're they're like going over porn like it's a Zapruder film trying a bunch to of real jj abrams over here yeah just really <laughs> what's in the mystery box counting, Oop, they're counting it, pixels and stuff what's in the mystery box oh it's a nine inch dick mm. ta-da is it though is it so this is i'm gonna read you the opening of this guy number one is 26 years old six foot two with a 7.5 inch penis that has a sideways curve guy number two is 30 years old also six foot two with a slightly curved cocked only his is about a half inch shorter. The smaller guy is Sean Lawless, a porn star who lives in Miami. Along with having fucked countless beautiful women, <laughs> Lawless supplied the penis in the scene that put popular, now-retired starlet Mia Khalifa on the map. The larger gent is Jose, a forklift driver from Chicago. Hell Jose yeah, frequent- Chicago. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Jose frequently, frequently visits the subreddit r slash measured porn stars to find out how well his own cock stacks up against guys like Lawless. In this curious corner of the internet, Redditors investigate how big adult film stars' bulges actually are, bolstering their claims with evidence that draw on physics, film theory, and the art of science, and dick photography to test whether their advertised size is fact or fiction. You know what? I mean, it makes sense because I feel like people have been lying about this for a long time. You're always like, ah, oh, that, that dude has a 12-inch dick. And you're like, really? Does he? Because I feel like that would be uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, like, it doesn't get to, like, it, it doesn't go from a 12-inch, like, hard penis to, like, you know, like a 2-inch flaccid penis. It's probably, like, a 7-inch flaccid penis. Where do you keep that? Where do you even holster that thing? Yeah, like, do you wrap it around something and, like... Does it go straight down your pant leg? Like, what are we talking about here? And Michael, this is to me a a, a perfect tilp, a tilparino, if you will, um, because we've obviously been we made our bones <laughs> with uh, that guy who had drastically altered his own penis and oh, like yeah. I think induced tumors in it, and it was like eighteen inches long or whatever the fuck, um, longest penis in the world. With just ridiculous internet things and also men coming to the conclusion, but also not getting the point that, yeah, people lie on the internet and it's okay <laughs> to be who you are. Um, so, 
No, people lie on the internet, so I must be someone different and lie as well. So the there's a, in that first thing it, when it says Jose frequently visits the subreddit. <laughs> I can't. I am a casual redditor, and there are a couple of one. Obviously, I read uh, a couple reddits for this show to find stupid news, mm-hmm. like you know, weirdly not like this story, um, and then so like some nerdy stuff. I don't frequent any subreddit. Like, I don't, I would never say I'm like, yeah, I'm going there multiple times a day or a week because I don't care enough about anything. And mm-hmm. I also don't have enough time to worry about anything. If you are so curious about the actual size of porn stars' dicks and how it stacks up to your own, like, moderately well endowed penis, what else is going on in your life that you have this much time? Why don't also, you just play solitaire against Sam Neill? Also, how often do you need to go to the website? Like, Yes, I get that, like, they're probably adding new porn stars to the penis role uh, on a regular basis. But, like, penises have a very small range in which a porn star would have one, right? Like, it's not going to have a a abnormally small one unless it's, like, special niche (laughs) porn of, like, tiny, tiny dicks. So, like, what? Maybe they're all between, like, 7 and 10. So, like, how often do you need to go back to compare it to your own? You know how big your own is. And so that's the thing. So there's a there's a paragraph here that I think kind of lays out this entire article and why this subreddit and the all the associated ones, which there are many, are absurd. So Jose's 7.5 inch dong isn't only longer than Lawless's, but nearly 50% lengthier than the average penis, which clocks in at about 5.16 inches. Also an inch longer than the what the average woman's preferred 6.3 inch rod is. Mm. Nonetheless, Jose, who didn't want to share his last name out of privacy, <laughs> privacy concerns, smart, still combs through <laughs> measured porn stars and many, many other penis-centric subreddits to compare himself to the porn stars and learn how he can gain an even greater edge on everyone else. <laughs> so he's like up on the cutting edge of dick technology. Right. So even though he knows he's bigger than a porn star, way bigger than most average penises, and larger than what most women would prefer. He's like, gotta fucking, gotta get this thing in there. Mm-hmm. Gotta get it bigger. Bigger. How is he? It's pretty what, much so like what working the, out. What is he but doing? instead of working your muscles, I'm working out my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Michael. What? Okay, I mean, um, how do you, how do you work out your, your dick? I, I mean, I don't know, but in the article, it does say there's a, he consults pegym.com, uh, which has a slew of tutorials and also says, um, he, um, seems to, he has a nice expensive pump uh. and he does some stretching, all these routines and apparently just like yanks it all over the place, side to side, downward and upward to the shower. So he says it's like working out, except you're working out your penis, except that no part of working out makes any of your muscles or any of your appendages longer. Nope. Like, you might get more girth by working out the muscles in your penis, but, like, it's not like my bicep gets longer when I work it out. Well, Michael, that's because, and... I'm not yanking as I As I discovered early on in this show, your arm, Michael, is constrained by the size of your bones, and the <laughs> penis ain't got no bones, baby. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, theoretically, Michael, if, you know, my arm can only get so big i mean it's not getting any longer because my bones aren't getting any longer if that's the case and bones are what stop you from growing bigger and bigger and bigger and longer and longer like my dick might have infinite size to it if i could just unlock the secrets of yanking it all sorts of which which ways in the shower 
I could have an infinitely large penis. I mean, I guess it is true because, like, they say that your your nose and your ears continue to grow forever, right? Why not the dick? Why not the dick? Yeah. Why not? Maybe my that's hog. why old people are always just hanging dong because it's the biggest it's ever been. Michael, I do think that's so important. I think old people are not hanging dog. They are hanging balls, which <laughs> continue to just keep on dropping. But why not also the dick? Why not? Michael, again, age old question. Why God? Why? Why not the dick? If you just I think it's because the balls are heavy, right? So they have more more mass than if you just put something at the end of your penis to make it heavy, then it would also stretch out. Yeah. And then maybe by the time you're 80, it's like, I don't know, 12 inches long. You can't get it up anymore, but it's 12 inches long. But it's so, it's, yeah, it just. You clearly do not have enough blood to be able to do anything with it. Yeah. I mean, I guess there are worse ways to spend your time. Like if, if you don't, like if your, your phone doesn't work, you can't play solitaire and beat Sam Neill, like might as well stretch out your dick. Um, I will say, and just, just to really underline all of this stuff, again, uh, apparently 40% of men who seek penis enlargement surgery, which I think comes out a lot of this, came to believe their genitals were too, sm- too small from watching porn, even though they're normal size. So all of this is to say that porn stars just, and porn in general, makes people's dicks look bigger than they actually are, and your dicks aren't really that big. Um, but I do want to say, Michael, we both checked out this subreddit, and it's, oh man, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. It's just, it's literally just dicks it's just dongs and like dongs next to just things like it's not always tape measures or rulers something there's one where a a remote control is just placed on top and it's just sitting there and she's really surprised by it. yeah she's surprised that it's holding the it's holding up the remote i guess i will say so i think the the two most surprising things about this subreddit are one that apparently there's actual porn where in the porn people will just pull out a tape measure or a TV remote and slap it on someone's dong and be like, yeah, that is big. I I had no context for the size of this Johnson before, but now that I see it next to like my toaster oven, oh boy, howdy. <laughs> well, there's a couple where the woman, the woman is, is literally measuring it with like a, um, a Taylor's like tape before he puts it in. He's like, oh, I got to check. You are, you have to be this big to ride, I guess, or something like yeah. that. I think my favorite one is uh, there's someone delicately measuring with a with a uh, a ruler um, and clearly clearly has it three inches past the base <laughs> of the dick, then has a hundred dollar bill next to the erect penis, looking like really impressed, and then the next one is just laying down, looking like a real doll with the penis just kind of just going for it. <laughs> Michael, my favorite part of this so. This subreddit is, I think, inherently, like, you, you're you worried about a problem that doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, and you're obsessive about seeing, and, under, and you, like, at some level, you must understand that porn stars are not as big as advertised, or, like, we're made of to course. believe. Yeah. By, like, porn stars, by and large, being very small women, and, like, you know, whatever. So, about community on our measured porn stars. Read the rules. One, porn stars only. Two, measurements only. You will get permanently banned if you post your own dick and ask how big we think it is. <laughs> Period. Seriously, fuck off, you fucking creeps. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, <laughs> so there's just, these people just come on there and they're just like, hey, look at my dick. Like, well, Michael, can you imagine creating a community 
based on obsessively measuring porn stars so you can determine if your dick is big enough to do XYZ and then being so disgusted by like seeing another normal quote unquote normal man's <laughs> penis and being like you're a fucking creep show don't make me look at that I only want to see a porn star's dick next to uh, a mug of a smiley face with sunglasses on it that's all I need that's all I want well I think he's just mad because there's already a subreddit called penis measured where you can go look at Real Michael, people's dicks next to. All I want is a porn star laying his dick down on a. I know classic, what you're in the wrong. Michael, a classic 1968 risk board, and if that dick don't reach from Kamchatka to Ural, I'm not interested. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I know what a real dick is. If it covers all of the landmass of Asia on a on a classic 1968 risk board, only if it wins longest train and ticket to ride. Yeah. Then that's the only way I want it. And and by the way, you better have. I want to see all them tracks. Mm-hmm. It needs to have longest longest <laughs> track on Ticket to Ride. Flaccid. It has the weave and wine. Because I'll need be to frank, get to Michael, Moines. there there is no straight line that gets you gets you longest longest rail no. in Ticket to Ride. You it simply can't be done. There are a n- n- just a huge number of these these subreddits. Where people are just measuring dicks and comparing dicks. Michael, it's, it's a literal like, dick measuring contest. Michael, it's almost like men are massively insecure <laughs> and focus on all the wrong things to justify their existence in the world. <laughs> it is weird, though. Yeah, it but is weird. I don't, and I like I I don't want to make fun of what is probably well. I don't want to make too much additional fun of what is probably a neurological disorder here. Mm-hmm. But like, just be fine with your dick. It's it gonna does, be fine. It does seem like an extension of, um, what like body body dysmorphia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where you're like looking sure. in the mirror and you see yourself as you know skinnier, fatter, or whatever than you than you want to be. So like, I get it, but at the same time, like, here's the thing: even if I thought that there was a chance that something would help in a way that was useful, there, are, I only have one of these. And I'm pretty sure they they aren't really that good at making them, like, fixing them if you, like, just break them. So, like, I'm not going to do anything risky with it. Right. Like, I I have what I have, and it's there. And that's just how it is. Because I don't have another option. Michael, I view my confidence about my penis very much as, like, a secret private box with a (laughs) lockbox on it that I keep in the attic. And it's there. Mm -hmm. I don't need or really want to think about it the box is in there it contains some important you know moments and feelings i don't want to comprehend <laughs> but we're we're someone to i don't know violate my trust and crack that box open <laughs> with a hammer and i had to contend what was what was in that box or i had to hide it like that'll like then no you know what now maybe i have some issues i don't know i i i've the box is in the attic i wasn't thinking about it didn't need to know about it yeah, just, just don't, don't be- go looking for the box and don't demand to open it. That's my secret private box. Quit, quit poking around in my attic. But also, but here's the here's the important thing. Once you have the secret private box, just put your shit in there and forget about it. Yeah. Dick size doesn't matter if it's in the box. Exactly. You just lock Dicks it, in lock it in a lock box. Yeah, just you know, it's fine. Because again, Michael, to your point, you got one. Don't even think about it. It is what it is. It is what it is. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. Like you can't get a bigger box even if you wanted to. Sorry, it's it's locked. You can't open it. 
Don't because worry about it. With my Just luck, the the with my luck, I would definitely end up as I would end up being having to talk about myself on tilt. Yeah, my, and and Michael, we would a hundred percent. You know, we would. We have to. And also, with my luck, someone would smash open that that would take a hammer to that box, open it up, full frogs. <laughs> I thought my dick was in there. Turns out nope. it's frogs. Frogs Turns all the way full down. Full frogs. Uh, now, now I have a real emotional problem on my hands. <laughs> hey, uh, Kush. There's a couple stories on the sidebar here under popular. Um, uh-huh. I want to point your way to one of these on mine, which is number three. Uh, there's only one reliable way to make your loads bigger. Oh, so whatever other things you've been doing, there's only one. There's only the one way. Okay. Yeah. Um. Why do you I'll want? Say, hmm. I'm so so. There are so many. There's a lot of sidebars for the top three. So there's popular, there's yeah. features, life in a pandemic, true crime, oral history, rankings. Again, another popular. Another popular. <laughs> Latest. Another features. Entertainment culture. Okay. So the second, it's like the second layer of popular. It's the second popular. I don't know that I've really ever been like, man, I, re- I really wish I was just pumping out more. But now, now I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean. Again, um, some dudes care about this because of porn. Okay. Got it. Yeah, porn just is like some guys are just, guys are just terrible. Why is that? Why is it so bad? Well, Michael, again, I think we've been sold the bill of goods about what masculinity means. It apparently means big dick and shooting a lot of uh, mayonnaise at people. That's a good so, point. You know? a good point. Uh, there's another one on here in in the read next, and I'm not going to click on it because I'm not really interested. But um, headline is: Is there really a come holy grail? Which I have to think that Jesus would have, like, I think Jesus would have a thing to say about that headline. He's like, maybe don't. Like, my cup's, it's a cool cup. You can put whatever you want in it, but maybe not. Like, you don't need to jizz in it. What do they mean by that? I don't know. I don't, again, Michael, I don't want to click on it. I don't, I don't really want to contend with what a come holy grail means. (laughs) Because, I mean, although... I think it does say something to the, you know, never mind. I'm not even go there. Something about drinking cum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. John Arbuckle drinking cum. Yep. That's it. Michael, I do want to say it's been an hour. So I think we're almost at time here. Really? We talked about two stories. Wow. Mostly dongs. So, I mean, I think that's a tilt. We did a tilt. We did it. We did a tilt in a time where there's nothing going on and no good stories. And like the world is almost falling apart. Yeah. But you know but what doesn't let us down? Dicks. Dicks never let us down, except yeah. when they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the next time we record, uh, we will either know whether I am staying in the United States or whether I'm recording from Costa Rica. Yep. Yep. Um, and Michael, so- I do want to say we're going to record. We're going to do an episode next week, no matter what. I don't care what you say. It's going to happen. We're it's going to happen. It just It's going to matter what type of episode it is. It might be us yelling a lot. A lot. And I, I, unfortunately, I do think we, man, I think we did burn through all the dick content we found in the last six weeks. So whoopsie doodles. Uh, no other dick content happened in six weeks, which seems impossible. But here we are. Well, everyone's inside, you know. Michael, again, I think that leads to more dick content, really, if mm. I'm being honest with you. Um, but yeah, Michael. But any, what's in the any, box, Kush? What's in that fucking, it's got to be somewhere. His grandma's head for sure. Mm. It's got to be. All right, Michael, any final thoughts for us? Um, yeah, fucking vote. Yeah, fucking for go the, vote. For the love of all that is holy. And like, and well, vote for like Joe Biden. Yeah, vote if you're for gonna Joe vote Biden for, specifically, yes. 
if you're like, gonna vote for trump then don't go vote and also why are you listening to this show you should fucking put your head in a toaster mm-hmm. but like one of the pop-up ones really jam it in there <laughs> just jam it right like, in there and then like catch catch something in your eye um <laughs> you're gonna get some crumbs in your eye bitch yeah so yeah go vote um it's probably something i do want to say jack dorsey ceo of twitter Mm-hmm. Homie's got a fucking dope beard right now. He looks like fucking Gandalf. It's it's kind of insane. Yeah, but I don't know. He looks more like you remember that um the skit with Will Ferrell where he he is in yoga and he learns how to suck his own dick. That's what yeah. he looks like to me. I mean, Michael, this is a person who like I think had to be very similar to uh, uh, Jared Leto. Had to be interrupted in the early week of quarantine because hey global pandemic maybe get out of the cave where you're letting mosquitoes sit on you for 12 hours a day and sucking your own dick and like (laughs) be on twitter now so yeah like not necessarily someone i want defending like the right of free speech on the internet Mm -hmm, to congress mm -hmm. but better than mark zuckerberg and he does have a gandalf beard so i guess here we are i trust him more than than zuck so here we are yeah i mean but yeah Low bar. Yeah. Well, Michael, um, it's been an absolute joy and pleasure talking with you, buddy. Yeah, we should do this um, more often. We should. Like a like You want to start a podcast? Yeah. Like once a week? Sweet. Yeah. Could be fun. Um, everyone, if you enjoyed this show, buckle up. There's more to come. <laughs> we're do- we're back, baby. We're once doing a week. It. Every week. Uh you know, we had a good run after the last election. I think we're just gonna get right back into yep. it. Yep. Gonna we're great. gonna get get back on that horse. Keep fucking you that chicken. You can find out more information. The same information that has always been there at goodbuddymedia.com, our website. Also about our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, which we have also talked extensively about doing again and then haven't. But we will, probably. Uh, that's the one where we do, me and Michael, our good friend Curtis, are watching every single episode of Hit Show 24. Uh, we're about halfway through season three. Probably going get, to get back into it. But I will honestly say, if you're looking for a good time, like right now, and you just have time during COVID, and you even if you've never seen 24... Go check out Longest Days of Our Lives because mm-hmm. we have a absolute ton of fun on that show. Barely talk about twenty four, and yeah. it's honestly fantastic. It's my it's it's a good one because I I love to go on tangents and I also love to piss Kush off and Kush is the one trying to keep us on on track and uh, boy howdy do I love going off track. Yeah, Michael, I, I honestly got to say maybe yep. if you know if you're. If you're, you know, raring to go to be a uh, substitute teacher, mm-hmm. you might want to maybe host an episode of Longest Days of Our Lives so you can understand what it's like to keep drunk toddlers moving forward on a single course of uh, content. Yeah, because but I'm a substitute two- teacher. I assume we just watch like Voyage of oh, yeah, or something. No, you're also drunk and like going to watch a video, which I guess is kind of what El Duel is. So, yeah, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're fine. You're already so, yeah, I've already that. I thought I had no experience. Pretty much fine, actually. Um, yeah, so go check that one out. Even if you've never seen 24, uh, it's it's really just us goofing around having a great time. But we will be bringing that back as soon as uh, me and Curtis get more time on our plates because uh, one, someone's got tons of time. Oh, I'm like. so busy. Yeah. Well, Michael, um, how else can people uh, check us out while you're playing Solitaire against Sam Neill? <laughs> you can uh, find me on Solitaire. At, uh, you can find us on Twitter and uh, Instagram at TILPcast. Um, you can send us stories there, uh, or you can just send us pictures of the most unholy, ungodly things you've ever seen in your lives, which is what most people do. And by most people, I mean like two people in specific. 
Let's not. Yeah, okay. Let's not just say uh, yes. Yeah, send us pictures. If there's one downside of this podcast that I've learned, hmm. I've had to deal with all of my like everyone I've known since like middle school, <laughs> high school, college. Like like you know people I I've drank with, bled with, sending me frog pictures because they think it's fucking funny. Ha 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 ha. Let's all just send Kush and make him sad. Now I get them from listeners. <laughs> Josh sends them. I mean, Dave also also a college friend sends them. But like, I get frog pictures now from people because I've sh- I've decided to open up on the internet about my fears, and then people just send me mean pictures of frogs. You never you never give up your deepest darkest fears, Gush. First rule <laughs> yeah, of Fight Club. I guess, but like I've tried to bring joy to people, and then I, this is how I get repaid: just frogs. <laughs> I I have to say, like. I'm also starting to become not so fond of frogs because I thought it was funny, but then people keep finding frogs that I did not know existed and did not want to know existed. Mm-hmm. I'm and less okay bad. with frogs now. Yeah. Like tree so, I, mean, I was like tree frogs, whatever. Like these little green things, Kermit. Yeah, okay. Hey Kermit, what's up? So Michael, you imagine how unsettled you feel seeing a lap sized toad. <laughs> and you're just being like, I thought they were fine. Turns out, oh, they suck. And I am now like, I knew they sucked already, and now I have to contend with this? With this asshole? No, thank you. If he was smooth, I think it would be okay. No, it actually it actually would be worse if he was smooth. <laughs> if it was like a hypno-toad. The problem is the toads are so warty, it's just kind of well, gross. The thing about that big lap-sized toad is, like, he has multiple holes, it seems like, on his, like, flanks, and those are clear, like, Death Star like ventilation shafts that I can, you know, shoot a nail gun into or something. Mm. With if it was just a big a big frog, a big powerful frog with no holes, I don't know what I would do with that thing. <laughs> um Oh yeah, you can also email us at goodbuddymedia at gmail dot com. So um and uh you can find us on all the the best podcast apps and also probably the worst ones. Um, whichever one you find us on, please, uh, subscribe. Um, and if you would be even, if you had a a few minutes to spare to give us a five star rating and maybe a glowing review, um, about how well we handle all of the dicks throughout the show, um, that would be great. This is a locked secret box in in the attic. Inside is a five star review. (laughs) Go, Go crack that open. Get it. Uh, All right, Michael, anything else? Yeah. Well, buddy, it's been lovely talking with you once again, my friend. Love you. Love you, too. Toodles. Toodles.